everyone, welcome to the Lifestyles Medicine Podcast. For the next two episodes, we bring you to Toronto, Canada, where we hosted our monthly Dinner with the Doctor event. Guests who come to Dinner with the Doctor enjoy a full-course, plant-based dinner free of charge while they listen to a health talk given by a doctor. In January of this year, we partnered with the Toronto Japanese Seventh-day Adventist Church to host this special event, and the subject was on longevity. How to live to 100 years old. In part one, you will hear from our medical director, Dr. George Cho, on longevity lessons from the vibrant centenarians living on the Japanese island of Okinawa. We hope you are blessed. Good evening, everyone. All right, so the title of the talk today is Can You Live to 100 in America? Who here thinks you can? Okay, who here is skeptical? <laughs> skeptical, all right, good. Skeptics are good, all right. Uh, first things, uh, first this is for educational purposes only, all right, so before you apply any of, these, any of these things, remember to speak to your medical provider. And I have no conflicts of interest to disclose to you, I'm just part of professional scientific bodies, that's it, all right. So this is Dan Buettner, okay, he's a research fellow with the National Geographic. He was given the task of finding places on planet Earth where they have large numbers of centenarians. Centenarians are people who live to 100. And he located five places on planet Earth where they have large numbers of centenarians. Does anyone want to take a guess where these, lo where these places might be? Okinawa. Okinawa is one of them, yes sir. Okay. Loma Linda, California is another one, yes. Sardinia. Not Ecuador? Sardinia. Sardinia, mm -hmm. yes. Nicoya. Nicoya, and there's one more? Korea, Greece. Korea, Greece, all right. We're going to take a look at two of them today, all right? Let's first look at Okinawa. When Dan Buettner visited Okinawa, he met Gozai Shinzato. When he was going to visit Gozai, she was outside weeding with a hoe, and after she was done that, she, went, she put on knee pads, went on her knees to start weeding with her own hands. When it was time for lunch, she prepared a meal for Dan and his team all by herself, 100 years old. Now think about it, what are most people that are 100, what are they doing in North America? Usually they're on the sofa watching TV, right? Okay, but you can see there's a very functional individual. Okinawa has four to five times more centenarians than other industrialized countries. And just to give you an example of how the longevity, this is the uh, lifespan of Americans. This is Canada, so yay Canada. Yeah. <laughs> this is Japan. And then this is Okinawa. All right, so you can Sorry. see, even if they're not centenarians, they still have an added lifespan compared to most of us. So why? Does anyone take a guess? Plant-based eating, what else? Exercise, all right. Not watching so much television, okay. Environment, okay. Let's look at two things. Number one is a sense of community. These ladies, their average age is 102. These women, they have been together as friends for 97 years. <laughs> that means that they've been together since about the age of five. In, uh, in Okinawa, they have these things called moais. It's like a social group that you join when you're young and you grow up together. Okay, and Dan Buhner noticed that the sense of community is a very powerful factor in their longevity. Now think about it. Most seniors in Canada, once they hit the age of 80, they're in either in the hospital or in some nursing home by themselves, they're very isolated. But in Okinawa, it's a different story. They stay together, they have friends, even though they're very, very old. So if you want to live a long life, 
stay connected. All right. Uh, the next thing, let's look at diet. 90% of the Okinawan, uh, the energy comes from carbohydrates in vegetable form. Since they eat mostly plant food, these are low in calories but very energy dense. Okay, and about 50% of the calories comes from the sweet potato. And I brought an example here. This is the Okinawan sweet potato. If you want to come up later, check them out. Okay, so this is kind of like 50% of their diet is kind of from these things, okay? But of course, it's not sweet potato fries that they're eating, right? It's like actual. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, another thing that they notice is that they eat low calories. Scientists reckon that they eat about, on average, 1,700 calories per day. Okay? So that's about seven sweet potatoes. In the West, we think like, you need more energy, you need, you need to eat a lot, right? But that's false, right? Just to give you a sense, I had this, this was a breakfast that I had one day. So you can see some bread with some um, bananas and fruit. And that was about 800 calories, so two of these meals will almost get you to 1,700, right? Approximately two and a little bit more. Okay, so these Okinawans, they're not eating, uh, they're not consuming that much calories, but because their food is in whole, food, whole form, they get a lot of nutrients, despite the fact that they're not eating that much. Does that make sense? Whereas in, in the West, we eat a lot, but it's so nutritionally deficient because it's so processed that we get sick, all right? Look at this quotation. Caloric restriction appears to be the only common way to increase lifespan in all species. So when scientists, when they look at rats, flies, rhesus monkeys, these, these uh, creatures, consistently, a consistent finding is that you, you limit the calories, they actually live longer. This is a very consistent finding in the science. Now, of course, we're not talking about starvation, but we're talking about limiting calories, right? And one of the reasons for that is because of a process called hormesis. So basically what happens is if you, if you eat less calories, you actually put a stress on the body, but your body actually adapts to that stress. I hope that makes sense. It's kind of like, uh, like exercising. When you exercise, you actually damage your body in a sense. Okay, but your body adapts to it, right? It's the same thing with calories. When you eat less calories, your body actually adapts to it and it actually makes you healthier. Okay, so of course, we're not talking about starvation, so I want to emphasize that, but lower calories. So the Okinawans, they have a saying, it's called harahachibu, okay? And that means eat until you're 8 tenths full, 80% full. So that's something to keep in mind, okay? Don't eat until you're like, bloated and stuffed, you don't tell you're kind of comfortable, right? right? Then that should help you lower your calories. And just to illustrate how pathetic the Western diet is, many Canadians, they, they go for breakfast at Tim Hortons, right? Okay, and they're gonna pick up the sandwich, a donut, coffee, and some hash browns, right? Okay, so that will be about 900 calories, okay? And so you're about 52% there in terms of calories. But with this simple meal, you've already done 63%, you've, you've taken in 63% of your saturated fat intake, and, but you've only consumed 13% of your needs for fiber. Do, do you see that? Okay, you need a lot of fiber, but if you're eating this way, you're not getting a lot of fiber, you're not getting a lot of nutrients, but you're getting tons of saturated fat, and um, it's unnecessary, uh, unnecessary food. These are other components of the Okinawan diet. So you can see here, they're eating a lot, they eat a lot of plant, like seaweed food, right? Uh, uh, Turmeric, uh, bitter melon, ginger, these are uh, staples in the Okinawan diet. Now take a look at this picture. This is the Okinawan woman. She's uh, picking her seaweed, okay? Now look, how many uh, elderly in Canada do you know they can do a full squat like this? I mean, most of us by the age we're 60, we don't even want to bend down, <laughs> right? But look at this individual. She's at least like 80, right? At least. But look, she's doing a full squat, picking the food, right? This is health.
right? This is health. And as a result of their lifestyle, they have lower rates of heart disease, lower rates of cancer, and so forth. This is, this is amazing. This is a Okinawan uh, pop band, okay? <laughs> or average age over 80. They even have someone in their, in their band who's uh, 100 years old. This is them rocking away. <laughs> okay? Think about this, okay? These are 80, 90, 100 year olds. And they're rocking away at that age. Think about that. What are most 80, 90 year olds doing in Canada? Think this is the big contrast, all right? Okay? So if you eat mostly plant-based, whole foods, stay away from the processed food, and you're uh, staying connected, these types of things will help you be like, more like these Okinawans. Okay, but there's bad news, okay? This advantage is only seen in generations that were born before World War II. Those Okinawans who were born after World War II, they no longer have this longevity advantage. In fact, they live shorter than their Japanese counterparts. And the reason is because KFC, McDonald's, A&W, these things have entered into the Okinawan lifestyle, okay? So as the, Okina as the younger Okinawans, as they're adopting the Western lifestyle, they've lost the advantage. So that leads us to our final question. Can we do that then here in, the, in North America? Because we already have the KFC here, right? We already have the uh, A&W here. So can we live long here in North America? And that brings us to Loma Linda, California. <laughs>